Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. If the Oilers make a move, we will too. Bob Stoffer, Jack Michaels from Nashville, Reed Wilkins and Rob Brown in studio. NHL trade deadline day. Brought to you by AMJ Campbell. Make your best move. Only on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. All right, so here's what the Oilers have done today. The most recent acquisition is Tyler Ennis from Ottawa for a fifth-round pick. A little bit earlier, Andreas Athanasiu and prospect Ryan Kuffner from Detroit for a second-rounder this summer, second-rounder next summer, and Sam Gagne going the other way to Detroit. The Oilers retain 10% of that salary. The Mike Green trade happened Last night, the Oilers will play Anaheim tomorrow. It's on 6.30, Chad, with the face-off show at 6, and the puck will drop at 8 as the Oilers try to keep their uh, good results on the road going. Bob Stoffer and Jack Michaels are with the Oilers in Anaheim. You'll hear from both gentlemen as we move along on this special edition of Oilers Now. Reed Wilkins, Rob Brown in studio. Some guests on Oilers Now receive gift certificates to Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. Follow the sizzle to Alberta's own Ruth's Chris Steakhouse, 9990 Jasper Ave. Tell Brendan, Maggie, and Taylor that Oilers Now sent you. And we are pleased to be joined on the line by John Shannon. John? Hello, boys. I feel I feel like we just did this a few hours ago, and we were talking about all the trades that might happen, and now they're actually happening. Uh, I'll start very generally. How is Mister Holland doing today? Well, I you know I mean the shell game is amazing. I mean, everybody has looked at uh, everybody thought that uh, the the Oilers were close to the cap, and he wasn't going to have much flexibility and. Uh, he, he he dipped into his bag of tricks and was able to find a way to uh, uh, to acquire three guys um, and move some money around and and do okay because of it. So he's uh, I think Kenny has done uh, very well today. I I don't know what you guys think. No, we don't get to see the Eastern teams as as well as you do. The three players that the Oilers picked up today. Give us a little synopsis on what you've seen from them this year. Well, here's the thing. Um, Mike Green's there for one thing, in my opinion, and that's to run the power play. Uh, Oscar Kleffbaum is out for at least, I think, seven or eight more games. Uh, and those are, and as every Oilers fan knows, those are the seven or eight most important games before the season's over at this point. 
so they need to make sure that somebody can run that power play efficiently. That you don't, I mean, Ethan Baird did his best. Darnell Nurse has done his best. But Mike Green is a professional power play guy, and I think that that's important. Um, and he, I think he still has a, a few miles on those legs. Andreas Athanasiu uh, is just pure and simple a speedster. Uh, he's, uh, he's got good finish. Uh, I don't think that we're going to look at him to win the, uh, the Frank Selke trophy for the best defensive forward in the league, but that's not what he's going to be paid to do when he's alongside Connor McDavid. And I think Tyler Ennis is, is, is the perfect guy who has reinvented himself after his days in Buffalo and in Minnesota. He came to Toronto and proved to people that he could still play. Um, he went to Ottawa and did the same thing on a free agent deal last summer. Uh, and I think he's he's what people in Edmonton have been crying for. They need more depth players. Uh, and he is exactly that. And I also think that uh, being an Edmonton boy, there's probably a chance, a chance that he would re-sign with Edmonton in the offseason. Well, and that's, and that's the thing with some of these players. They're playing for this year, but they're playing for next year. And, and Rob says it all the time. In the NHL, it's a competitive league, and that includes with your teammates sometimes. Uh, yeah, so you... well, and, well, let's understand. The other thing with Athens is you, uh, the Oilers control him next year as well. Right. Uh, so it's, and, and as Kenny said in his press conference last week, he was never going to go and spend a lot of stuff, a lot of time on rentals. Uh, and he, he got somebody at least for the playoff run this year and somehow, some way, whether it's a 10% raise or signing him to a new deal, um, he, he, he got Athens to you for next year. Uh, and, and listen, it's going to be sad to see Sam Gagne go, who has been a loyal soldier twice now for the Edmonton Oilers and done, done more at times than he's been asked to do. But this makes the hockey team faster, and in my, my opinion, it makes the team better. Just looking at, in a broad look at every, all the teams today, any team stand out that you said, okay, you know what, that team is a lot better today because of what they've done? Oh, I think the Islanders. Uh, I, I think when you can add, uh, you know, a, a guy who's played at the number one center uh, and then extend his contract and adding uh, Jean-Pierre, uh, uh, Jean-Gabriel Pajot to your lineup, uh, that means, you know, they, they now have, uh, you know, Barzell, Pajot, and Nelson as their three centers. Uh, they're in that tough that that metro division, guys. Is just it's uh, it is uh, it is a tough tough division. It's going to be a fight to the finish. Uh, and I think when you think of Andy Green going there last week from from with Lou, uh, I think the Islanders are a much better team. John Shannon joining us on Oilers Now special trade deadline day coverage today. We're going to be with you till three o'clock. Uh, we hope to get Mike Green on the show at some point. There was one trade today, John, I'm curious to get your perspective on because I was scratching my head a little bit. Rob was as well. Wayne Simmons goes to Buffalo for a conditional 2021 fifth rounder. That's what New Jersey gets. Yeah, and, and Buffalo wasn't finished there. Um, they just uh, traded for uh, Dominic Cahoon as well from Pittsburgh, got rid of Cotter Sheary, who, by the way, had been rumored at some point to be on the on the Oilers list. Um, so Sheary's gone back to Pittsburgh for Cahoon. Evan Rodriguez goes to Pittsburgh as well. Um, this, to me, is uh, Jason Botterill being told by ownership, uh, try to get us to the playoffs. Try to make a difference. Get us to the playoffs. Do your best. Uh, and uh, we'll uh, let the chips fall after that. 
mean, Simmons is a big body. We all know what he can do. He's good on the power play. He would be great on that power play with Jack Eichel. Uh, Cahoon has speed. Uh, he's the best player in that trade when you look at Sheary and, uh, and Rodriguez. Uh, um, Buffalo looks at the uh, standings. Florida got rid of uh, Vincent Trocek. That's the trade I don't understand, Reed, more than anything else. And the Leafs are floundering right now. All of a sudden, Buffalo's back in that race in the Atlantic Division. And it's funny, every year at trade deadline, there's always players that come up on the the draft board, and you're like, okay, who is that guy? And you try to figure out the one that I'm giggling at today, and I don't know if you have any idea of this. His name's Aaron Luchuk, and in the last 48 hours, he's been on three Canadian teams. He got <laughs> traded from Toronto to Ottawa, then yep. from, from Ottawa to Montreal. I had to look him up. He's an East Coast League hockey player that has been on all the three Eastern Canadian teams in the last 48 hours. Well, you know what? It's uh, he'll, he'll be the answer to a trivia question at one point, <laughs> I guess, Robbie. Yeah. The, the interesting thing is we talked, I think, two weeks ago when and we mentioned Trocek's name. Mm-hmm. as being out there. Uh, I, I really, I'm a huge Trocek fan. I, I think he's a, an excellent hockey player, uh, and I, I think he will make a difference for the Hurricanes, again, who are in that Metro division and are getting, you know, again, ownerships all over them because they look how far they went last year, and Tom Dundon thinks they're supposed to go to the conference final every year. <laughs> uh, and uh, and Trocek, uh, Trocek's going to help that hockey club. Uh, that, to me, is one of the few hockey trades that you see because I mean Eric Halla and Lucas Walmark are players in the National Hockey League I mean they, they may not be as good as Trochak obviously or not but they are players in the league so that was actually a hockey trade yeah. but but to me the best player in the trade is the one Florida that Florida has given up who are only two points behind the Toronto Maple Leafs who are struggling mightily it would just I agree to me that's a little weird we you just traded a really good hockey player away when you are honestly on the verge of being a playoff hockey team. The, the one thing I will tell you all season long in Florida has been uh, a ton of, of uh, instability. Um, from the first week of the season, I, I think there's been a ton of impatience uh, with Dale, um, even his impatience with Joel at times there. Uh, I mean, let's face it, their biggest acquisition of the offseason in, in, in Sergei Bobrovsky has not really panned out yet. Uh, they, they, they've, they've, they've put themselves in a spot, and I think Dale figured he had to do something. He had to change the culture uh, within the room at a certain point. Uh, you know, the one thing is that uh, Trocek's fast, maybe Howell's faster. Um, and it's it's going to be interesting. There, it's it's certainly I'm sure rocked a few guys in Florida that a guy like Trocheck, who has been pretty good there for a long time, um, uh, has uh, has moved on, and and now they still are expected to make the playoffs. John, it's uh, it's been an interesting lead up to the deadline here, which is now 16 and a half minutes away. So we'll see if anything else comes down the pipe. Always great speaking with you, Rob, and I will talk to you again uh, tomorrow on our face-off show before the Ducks and the Oilers. Appreciate it, buddy. Right on, guys. That is John Shannon checking in with uh, some thoughts on what the Oilers have done and a bit of a overview. I, I guess another big story today is somebody that didn't get traded, and that was Chris Kreider, who re-signs with the Rangers. Well, he was, for the last two months, number one on the trade board as a player that everyone wanted. But, I mean, I, th- I think what happened in New York, they were going through, they talked about a rebuild, but then they went out and signed, you know, P- Panarin, 
who has had an incredible year and kept the Rangers actually close to a race the whole year. And they're thinking, well, this Kreider guy is good. I mean, we got Panarin. We're still starting to build. We're getting better than we thought we were going to be. Got a couple of good young goaltenders. Why would we get rid of Kreider if we have the opportunity to sign him? So they did. The one team that I haven't seen on the board at all today uh, selling off pieces were the Chicago Blackhawks. I mean, it's a team, I mean, let's face it, they're, they're out of it in the Western Conference. They have too many teams they have to hop over. They've made no moves. And I'm a little surprised by that because you would think that they would want to, whatever pieces they can get for going forward, get something. But nothing's happened yet. I think that, I think Eric Gustafson's gone to Calgary. And like I said, the Chicago Blackhawks are finally on the board <laughs> because they had pieces. And Gustafson was a guy that there, there was rumors he was going to Vegas. There had been talk. I saw that there, there, there was a trade that was closed. But the Calgary Flames, and we got asked this before we were even even on our show or on Jesper's show, and he said, what would the Calgary Flames do today? And the one thing that they need right now, they need to make the playoffs, and they need defensemen because they've got a couple of defensemen out. He's a, he's a decent player. He, he can yeah, move the puck. The Oilers draft him. Yeah, he's, he's got a ton of talent. He, he's a good power play guy. Uh, that's why when Vegas was looking, I'm like, ooh, that just makes Vegas a little bit even, even better. So the Calgary Flames are not guaranteed a playoff spot. No one in the, the Pacific Division is yet, and they've got some injuries. They need some help on the back end. They've already made one move, and this possibly is the second. Andreas Athanasiu will wear number 28 with the Edmonton Oilers. They have just announced on Twitter, and, and again now, and, and as Bob was talking about earlier, this could mean nothing. It could just be a, a paperwork delay. The Oilers have not formally, officially announced the Ennis trade. I mean, obviously, it's uh, it's out there, Ennis for a fifth rounder, but that's why... Oh, Bob has more! Oh, Bob, your timing is impeccable. You should be a superhero. <laughs> yeah, the trade is only for a fifth round pick. The Edmonton Oilers will carry 50 men on their 50-man reserve list. Right. Um, there will be an explanation at 1 o'clock regarding Kuffner. My guess is Detroit wanted to do something there. And uh, and then we'll, we're going to have to have some paper transactions as well. Don't forget, once you get past today, you can carry north of 23 men on your roster, So provided you're cap compliant. So it is just for a fifth-round pick. So... All right, so Benson it. and... Be, uh, it's going to be announced sometime in the next 10 minutes. All right, and the paper transaction, are we looking at Benson uh, and Lagason too, or just Benson? Uh, we'll have to see. I mean, I, Lagason's going to be playing here for the next... At least for, what, guys, about a week and a half to two weeks. Um, and I think you have to be pragmatic with the position that the American Hockey League team is in. I mean, they're going to be really hard-pressed to make the playoffs here. So, uh, I, I mean, I'm looking at the forward situation right now. And by adding both Athanasiu and Ennis and only swapping Gagne out, they got an extra forward here. And Cassian's coming off of the suspension of two games. So my guess is Benson's going to end up back in the minors here shortly. But they might keep... Uh, I guess it could be at 7, 7 D with the addition of Green, right? They're at 7 D with Benning there as well, so maybe they move uh, Lagason down as well. All right, more with uh, Bob Reed and Rob in the 630 Chat Studio. Jack Michaels will join us a little bit later on. Oilers now on 630 Chat special trade coverage for AMJ Campbell. You're listening to NHL Trade Deadline Day. Brought to you by AMJ Campbell. Make your best move. Only on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. Well, the Oilers have been active leading up to the trade deadline, which is now nine minutes away. They get 
Tyler Ennis for a fifth rounder from Ottawa. They get Andreas Athanasiu from Detroit for two second rounders and Sam Gagne. NHL today with Brendan Escott, courtesy Elite Promotional Marketing, building tailored branded programs where your order is done on time every time. Elite Promotional Marketing. We're going to stay away from the trades because we'll talk the rest of the show about that. But can say there's one game tonight in the NHL. Ottawa is visiting Columbus. The Rangers re-signed pending unrestricted free agent Chris Kreider to a contract extension. Seven years, six and a half million per season. The deal is front-loaded and has some no-movement protection that'll keep him away from Seattle in the uh, expansion draft. Rangers forward Pavel Bushnevich and goaltender Igor Shosturkin both involved in a car accident on the weekend. Bushnevich escaping without injury. Shesterkin has a non-displaced rib fracture will be evaluated in a couple of weeks. Red Wings claiming Dimitro Timoshov off waivers from Toronto. Nashville inked 27-year-old Rocco Grimaldi to a two-year contract extension. Two million per season. He's up to 10 points across 58 games this year. Bakersfield Condors saw their losing streak move on to seven, falling 4-1 on Friday night to San Diego. 5-4 in overtime to Colorado the next night. They're now off until Saturday. They will play the rain in Ontario. Playoff bound Edmonton Oil Kings sweep the Eastern road trip beating Brandon 5-2 on Friday night. Regina 2-1 overtime on Saturday. They will play Winnipeg at Rogers Place tomorrow night. And the U of A Golden Bears surprisingly bowing out of the Canada West playoffs at the hands of the UBC Thunderbirds who took two of three games at the Claire Drake this weekend. Uh, 2-1 victory to seal it in game three last night so for the second time in 25 years the golden bears read not representing canada west at nationals i went to the game saturday uh which the bears won 6-1 they uh, badly outshot ubc in every game uh rylan toth who used to play for the red deer rebels played eight of the nine periods in that series and was excellent they they took him out for the third period on uh, saturday i think to give him a little bit of the rest Crazy, uh, uh, crazy upset. I mean, UBC nine regular season wins, and they've now won four playoff games. They will go to nationals. They still have to play Saskatchewan in the Canada West final. This fall, join the president of New West Travel, Dennis Laliberti, on a spectacular 20-day trip to South Africa. This tour takes you through Cape Town, coastal villages, the famous Victoria Falls, plus two exciting safaris. Enjoy five-star hotels, meals, and guided tours. To book now and save $1,000 per couple, call New West Travel or go to newwesttravel.com. Reed Wilkins, Rob Brown in the 630 Chet Studio, Bob Stoffer with the Oilers in uh, Anaheim. Six minutes until the deadline, Bob. Yeah, uh, I believe the Oilers are done. Look, they're at 50 contracts. They can't take anybody else on. So I think uh, in terms of NHL deals, they're done. I, my guess is, and I'd like to know what people think, and they can text us on our Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. I, I can tell you, the players are happy. Uh, you know, Ken Holland was given the license to improve the team. The team played a certain way that enabled Ken to make a, an easier decision. Again, we talked about those numbers, 13, 5, and 3 over the last 21 games. Um, I have communicated with a couple of the, the significant players on the team. They're very excited. This is a different thing for them than the last couple of years. There's a lot of depth here, especially once they get some bodies back. And uh, Reed, I mitigate that. 
by the devastation of the Golden Bears' loss last night. I uh, watched a large portion of that game before the Oilers game started. We saw Rob Brown, we saw an Edmonton Oilers team go 3-2-1 and one without Connor McDavid and five other regulars, $30 million dollars out of the lineup, and play a team like Boston hard because they played firm, competitive, they played in straight lines, they suffocated, uh, you know, they, they had structure around the goal, and they got stops. In Alberta, for all the skill they had, uh, and they got skill, they have the top-end WHL players that don't go pro on their team, you can't pass the puck in the net. And the other guy made one more save in two games, and it just shows you how fragile hockey can be at times, Rob, doesn't it? It is. And the one thing I, from coaching and playing, the longer the series, the better the chance that the better team wins. The shorter the series, right. there's a better chance of an upset because a goaltender can steal a game or two. That's why you see lots of upsets at the national championships. Your goalie just has to outplay the other goalie once. And in a best of three, now give credit to UBC. They came into U of A and won two of three games. But if this goes seven, U of A probably wins. But in a short series, anything's yeah. possible. And this is why you play the games. It, you, when it, uh, we've seen that so many times this year in Oilers games. When they have all the injuries, you think, okay, there's no chance. But that's why you play the games. Anything can happen. Bob, in ter- and you and I both touched on this on Twitter last night. I, I don't think there's been a bigger conference upset that Golden Bears hockey has ever experienced. Like we're talking a century here. Well, I mean, I did their games for 13 years, and I was their SID for eight. I'm going to tell you right now, I've watched as much as anybody over the last 40 years. It's the biggest. It's not even close. Mm-hmm. Like it's, And if anything, they got more skill now. I mean, they sat. I told Leon Dreisettle and Connor McDavid this because they watched. Uh, you know, this guy was a line mate uh, with Leon at the Memorial Cup in 2015. Tyson Bailey had 45 goals and 95 points in the WHL as a 20-year-old in his dealt with some injury. He wasn't able to play. He couldn't play. He couldn't, you know, he didn't return from his injury a year and a half later. Couldn't skate at that level, so Ian Herbers didn't play him. And it, it, it you know what? You got to be, you got to be in shape. And, and one of the things, I, and I'm going to translate that into the here and now for the Edmonton Oilers. Guys, they've added some depth, and it's going to push some guys out of the lineup. And look at Juju Kara. Two years ago, he was on he was on the rise, and there is a chance when all they have all their bodies back. Jujar, who's done a very good job in PK, but has been a, a challenge five on five, he might be right out of the mix here. That's mm-hmm. the sort of depth they've now built. So it's going to be really intriguing to watch. We'll continue talking about that after the one o'clock news. The Oilers making two deal deals today. We'll uh, keep going with that. Let you know what's going on around the league. Oilers now with special trade coverage for AMJ Campbell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.